0: Episode 74 of the Busting Balls Podcast. He's John. I'm Jeffrey. You can hit us up on Twitter at Busting Balls Pod. Email us BustingBallsPod at gmail.com. You're listening to us through our native SoundCloud feed, SoundCloud.com slash Busting-Balls, or the PWOM Podcast Network, SoundCloud.com slash Pro Wrestling Only. And you can find us on Spotify. Search Busting Balls Podcast. Today's topic, gambling with the future. John and Jeffrey Take down the betting industry being so ingrained within football. John, what's happening, brother?
1: I don't know if it's getting your attention. There's this little tournament going on in Qatar here.
0: Oh, yeah, I think I heard something about that.
1: Yeah, we have a lot to unpick here.
0: Ooh, you know, okay, so as we found with Russia 2018, we hate the venue, we hate the people in charge, Hell FIFA, yeah! FIFA fucking sucks. And they, they, they are corrupt beyond belief. Uh, yep. In different, and, and you know, endeavors to the one email we got about last episode. Um, yeah, people have short fucking memories because I've heard so many accusations of. Well, how come people didn't say anything about Russia? Uh yo. No. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we did episode one. We were talking about it. Oh, yeah.
1: If you go dig in, there is a lot of chat there, and there is a lot of chat on this very podcast from the start. Those two bids intertwined. Yeah. Uh, It's not about your countries. It's about the process. It's about FIFA's XCOM at the time.
0: That being said, this tournament has been pretty good so far.
1: I was just talking about this to my good friend Michael today. And yeah, it's a long, long, low key. It's been the quality of football has been superb. And we have the first team going home and they don't have a long journey.
0: Yes. uh, Qatar has been eliminated already. Officially
1: Uh, the worst performance by a world world cup host already.
0: Wow. I mean, didn't we? I mean, that's got to be worse in South Africa even.
1: Yeah, South Africa were in it right up to, I think, to the last couple of minutes of their last game. Yeah. And, yeah. I mean, and yeah, they didn't won. go
0: through, but... Yeah,
1: everyone you know. else has gone through the group stage, but Qatar... And it's not like you couldn't see it coming. Because, um, you know, I, I was watching that opening game and I was watching Qatar and they are not at a level you would want walk up. It's what you'd expect if you had a team that... Well, I, I think, what was it, when they... God, had the World Cup, they were some like 88th, 90th in the world. That was the kind of standard. You're going, even with all the development work they put in, you know, it. You know, they made Elon Musk look good. Elon Musk only paid $44 billion to be humiliated. Qatar, $229 billion to be humiliated morally and football-wise on a world stage.
0: You, you know, I think um, long-term, though, Qatar will get over it. Uh, Elon, probably not so much. But that that (laughs) being said, yeah, yeah. And I know we mentioned Twitter at the top of the show, but uh, I mean, until we can get onto other socials, that's where you're going to find us right now. Um, But anyway, back to... Say what? We'll say where we go. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. We absolutely will. But all this being said, um, you know what? Uh, A fief for Qatar got completely hosed out of a penalty. That should have been oh, given that should have been given. And yesterday would have been given if it was Cristiano Ronaldo. Oh, oh wait. Yeah. It did get given when it was Cristiano Ronaldo. But we'll get to him in a few minutes. I, I I do want to say, you know what? I can't be mad at Qatar for how they celebrated their first ever World Cup goal. And yes, no. they they were inserting themselves into Copa Oro here here in the States. They inserted themselves into Copa America. I mean, it did give them tournament uh practice. You know, it did give them Absolutely. that experience. But yeah, it, it, it's too much. Uh you know what? I ain't mad at Senegal one bit. I always like Senegal. Yeah, um, and,
1: and Senegal had the bad luck of having Marnie go down just before the tournament, so
0: you know yeah. every
1: sentiment was them.
0: Yeah, I, I've always been i I I've always been uh a fan of Senegal. Um, I used to work with a lot of Senegalese, so, you know, I kind of, you know, just, you know, sure. some uh, some solidarity with, with with my fellow laborers there. Um, Iran, John, shocked your boys today, didn't them. they? <laughs> I knew this was
1: coming. Hey,
0: oh, we'll... okay, all right. Who, who wanted hey, to talk hey, shit? If, if we can not play
1: by Iran, how bad would a nation have to be to draw with us, huh?
0: That was absolutely a penalty. It, it was, I, I had to say. It, uh, it, it, yeah, there was no excuse for that. You know, all I'm going to say to that is, you know what? If that was Cameron Carter-Vickers on the pitch, that never would have happened. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, it, it was an absolutely fair result. First half, U.S. dominated. Not that many chances, maybe, but the, a superb goal from where Absolutely beautiful. Oh, it goal. was,
0: oh, God. Yes, that would go down.
1: Awful.
0: Yeah, yeah it, George, really in the, George in the stands, He, he you know he's proud.
1: Oh god, yeah. Hell yeah. That he'd be he'd be loving that. Yeah. Um and then yeah, absolutely a penalty when you know Wales actually came back into that in the second half. Today we were we were outplayed again. We defend the box really well. The, you know, the winning goal, even despite Wayne Hennessy um Acting just a fool. I don't know what the hell he was doing. Acting it's a fool. the second least intelligent thing I've ever seen from him. Uh behind not knowing what a hit the salute was, apparently.
0: Oh, uh, Jesus Christ. Oh, oh, if you
1: Christ. haven't seen it, oh, I've it. seen it. I've seen
0: yeah. it. I've seen me. it.
1: Horrific. Yeah. Um, deservedly sent off. Again, long range shot, goes through plays in the box. Nothing you can do about it. 2 0 was slightly unfair, maybe, but no. Good. L- and Iran, the referee today, man, I, he was just letting all the sly. All the slide kicks, all the little fouls. Oh, in fact, the, all, a lot of major fouls go as well. There's been but a lot. Of, a, there's been yeah. a lot of
0: that going around in, yeah. in the so cup. to
1: be a, fair. That, it's the same thing as I get in the NFL. It's it's the go oh let them play thing. No, that just gives defenders license to do what the hell they like. You know, it it doesn't make the game flow better. It just get lets defenders get away with a lot more. And while I got a lot of sympathy with defenders, given you know that's where I played when I was kicking around with friends, etc. No, it's it's about you let the players play to the best of but you do not let the fouls go like that. You know.
0: I mean, you are a mason brick of a man, so I can see why you would be putting (laughs) it back. (laughs) I back well when I was
1: God in my twenties, I was a. A a lamppost, shall we say. (laughs) (laughs) That way you wouldn't see me.
0: Oh, my goodness. Uh, Oh, yeah. Yeah, uh, let's talk the United States of America. And England? One win and two draws all time in the World Cup against England.
1: And you cannot say they did not deserve at least a point tonight. They were the more coherent side going forward that, you know, they absolutely snuffed out, uh, Bellingham, Saka, all England's pace. Harry Kane, you know, had, I think what, one chance at, at the end there, was it yep, just that, that header? That header. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Um, you know, in, in, when England's best player is Harry Maguire, you know, you've done a job.
0: <laughs> oh, controversy right here today. Yeah. Um, you know what? I I uh I don't think the USA are going to go far in the, in the knockouts if they even make it. We need to beat Iran now to to make that happen.
1: I think um, you can make
0: it. Yeah, I think England maybe should have no problem against Wales. Unfortunately, based on performance, um, I, I
1: think we'll. I think
0: uh, yeah, they'll beat us. I, I don't have any kind of dates about that. But uh, it's not going it, it,
1: nice uh, to get results. But.
0: I mean, USA versus Iran is going to be interesting. It's going to be interesting.
1: Obviously, if I didn't have my own national interest here, I would be all over that one. That is going to be an absolute beauty.
0: I'll tell you again, that was also an absolute beauty. Even though it went against my direct rooting interest that I've had since I was a teenager in, in this sport. But I do have an affection for the other side in this match too. I know the uh, one you're gonna mention. A, a great affection for that country and uh, you know, and a lot of its players too, I have to say. Japan beating Germany 2 1, that is the result of the tournament so far.
1: Oh, I I would I would go it's the second result of the tournament so far. I, I would put in Saudi Arabia beating Argentina. Who okay, were on. That was
0: good too. That yes, it yeah. was. But I think Argentina as...
1: were one game short of uh, know, the all-time unbeaten international record, and they were one up at halftime. They had however many goals disallowed. I, I, I had to a, lot.
0: a lot, a lot, a yeah. lot, <laughs> and
1: they were and they were brilliant. And was so, Al Al Dasari with one of the goals of the tournament so far with that winner. Oh. but yeah, to come back to um, come back to that Germany game, what Japan absolutely again. Deserved that thoroughly. That that second half was as good as you can see. Even without Kyoto there, you know, Kyoto, yeah.
0: oh yeah. Kyoto come on. Oh, we we How we, we, we you love be? us. Japan will be winning this tournament with him. Come on, I, I, I know, and and you know what, and you know what the, on that note, early in the, in that match, you did see who had a goal disallowed for offside.
1: Oh yes, I did.
0: That would be one Daisen Maeda. <laughs> Kyogo Furuhashi's club mate. And uh yeah, we'll 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 pick up some uh Scotland talk here, uh, probably towards the end of this segment. But uh um, yeah, the the, the Germany the Germany Japan game is my game of the tournament so far. I will cop yeah, Saudi Arabia beating Argentina, that was massive. That was oh, absolutely was, uh, massive.
1: Yeah, I I, I I I had to watch the highlights because I I was in work that day and I was just looking. Well,
0: it was going, on at four. In the mo- it, was, it was on yeah, a four I, in the morning for me. So you know,
1: yeah. I, I was going. I, I was just there going. You know, okay, I I yeah, you know, I, I have to go into the office a couple of days a week. Let's see what games I can you know I can watch and what I can miss. Gee, nah. <laughs> ridiculous. I'm not missing any more games from this at, at this this point. On. <laughs> <laughs> no way. So yeah, um, you know what?
0: I. We, I will still stand by the thesis of last episode, which was, you know, fuck the World Cup. But... Totally. All, all this but... said, I do have to admit that once the games are actually being played, the games themselves ha- have been... There hasn't been... I mean, there have been a couple of nil-nil draws, obviously. Um, but there to be, yeah. Yeah. But, you know... I, I so far on on the balance, this has been a pretty decent tournament so far. I don't think it'll yeah. go down as an all time classic. No, I, I think there's been too much controversy to let it go down as an all time classic. Oh, but... I, don't, I don't remember that yet.
1: But we'll. Um, I mean, and and what I will say is, well, I think what we neglect is it's decided to look really good so far, and we have, you know, Brazil, you'd expect, France, you'd expect.
0: uh, Brazil may have some issues though because Neymar Neymar will be out for the rest of the group stage
1: well that that might improve them a little given uh, how much he loves to hog the center stage
0: well you know what Gabriel Jesus I saw a tweet the other day Gabriel Jesus and Gabriel Martinelli combined for 28 minutes on the pitch in that game which means that's 28 more minutes than Italy has had in the last two World Cups Oh yeah.
1: But the you know, obviously the performance, the best performance we've probably seen so far, Spain absolutely taking Costa Rica apart with Javi. The goal of the tournament so far from Javi there. Oh I don't know. Oh,
0: I don't know. Richarlison's second yesterday.
1: Oh yeah, yeah. I I, I, I would I would accept that argument, but Javi on the edge of just that little one that just half volley, perfect power, perfect placement in off the post. It's like, oh, that was. Rude. That was this.
0: Yeah, I've I've Um, never seen. I've never seen Costa Rica get owned like that before. Certainly not in CONCACAF play, and and not in
1: World Cups, not at all. Um, And I do have to say, with Germany having, you know, lost their first game, we have what a game we have lined up for Sunday evening.
0: Oh yes. Oh yes. Spain
1: versus Germany, and that could send Germany home.
0: For the second consecutive World Cup, at that, yeah, oh my god, yeah, you know the, the the Germany. I, I was not aware until somebody showed me uh, after that after the Japan game that actually Germany no longer wished to be known as the Mannschaft. So I have to stop saying that now. But um, yeah, Germany. I think that that golden age under Yogi Love is not, it's gone. It's done. Certainly in the review mirror. And I think, and I think
1: you need to be replacing him
0: by now. Say again?
1: Thomas Muller, you need to be replacing him by now. Yes,
0: but also, I mean, let's face it, Timo Werner being out is hurting them. Absolutely. Absolutely it is. This is going to be the tale of the, 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 what could have been with the injuries. I mean, you've already seen, you know, we already mentioned Sadio Mane for Senegal, uh, you know, is going to be out the rest of the group stage. Werner's out. There's, I mean, there's all, you know, there's a whole raft of players for England that have been left out, except one that we will talk about later <laughs> in the program. But oh. before we move on from the World Cup,
1: we should say one thing about Germany first here. Okay. Germany, you have to say, I love their gesture to absolutely, you know, put two fingers up to FIFA's banning of the one love armband. No one else. I think Germany. It might be just that quiet gesture of being silenced, but it was beautiful. It was well done. And fuck you, FIFA.
0: Frankly, uh, one last note about Japan. Did you see the pics from the post match? I did not. Uh, Japanese fans and squad cleaned up the arena after the after the match, including in the changing, including in Japan's changing area.
1: Oh my lord! I, I mean. It, it, it's a national stereotype, but my god, that is what a gesture that is! I, I love.
0: Yeah, yeah the Japan. Yeah, the, there I was footage that. of the, the Japanese fans picking up the stands, uh, you know, cleaning up the stands after the match. Well, the, I, I,
1: yeah, I, I've got to love in a World Cup, which is not exactly brimming with feel good stories. You know, where you've seen FIFA's official ticketing app see people not getting into the games.
0: Hmm. Oh yeah, including including <laughs> Grant Wall. Did you see that? You know, journalist yeah, Grant Wall, because of his T-shirt that had a, a rainbow around a, a, a football.
1: Oh, there, there was someone as well. A, 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 I can't remember yeah, his I, BBC
0: I, 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 I might... a, His watch strap was a rainbow, and they said that isn't allowed. So before we move on entirely from the World Cup, uh we we need to shout out. uh one Cristiano Ronaldo, who, although yesterday became now the first male player to score in five consecutive World Cups, uh, the previous holder of that at all, of course, was Marta of Brazil. But, uh, yeah, uh, Cristiano Ronaldo, he had quite the week. Um, started off with uh, an interview with uh, Piers Morgan that has now seen him Get released from Manchester United, allegedly by mutual consent. But let's face it, I think uh, Ronaldo already quit, man. You let, 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 let's be honest here. Yeah, but also, I just want to, uh, and I'm gonna let you take the stage here too, because I think you, you, you said you wanted to say a few things. Uh, Cristiano Ronaldo is a petulant diving cheat, and uh, with that, take it away, Mr. Arnold.
1: <laughs> That's a lovely, yeah. First of all, let me say I am in awe of the way Cristiano Ronaldo has maximised his talent, his work ethic, his training ethic, I know, and obviously the number of goals he scored. You can't argue with that. But, my God, the last two weeks we have seen the exact reason that I would not want him at Liverpool because it all has to be around him. He is bigger than the club in his own mind. He is probably bigger than football in his own mind. Well, apart from in America, because obviously he can't go over there. But look, yeah. <clears throat> <clears throat> we, we won't talk about that because it's not a fit subject here. But yeah, the, that interview, you know, it was basically a petulant. I'm, I'm, you know, the manager isn't treating me like a Greek god, therefore... I am getting out of here one way or the other. It was abysmal. And I, I put a rare compliment here. Eric Ten Hag apparently told the Man United board he would not pick Ronaldo again. And they backed him. That is the best thing Man United have done to run their club for, frankly, since Ferguson left. So, you know, nearly 10 years now. Brilliant. You know, you handle him that well. And then against Ghana, you know, I, I was reading an article on the BBC. Days, you know, it was it was so you know the head was so far up Ronaldo's rectum, he was you could see out of his mouth again. It was a bit you know we like say everyone wants to see Ronaldo. He had a great Ronaldo, Ronaldo had a terrible game. He was anonymous. All he did was buy that penalty, and yeah, he scored the penalty. Yeah, well, well done. The, the longevity alone is is worth the praise. I agree, but the guy is again. It, it's what, whatever the game is, whatever the t- whatever team he's playing for, he has to be central to it. You know, it, it's like when they won in twenty sixteen, uh, or when Bale stuck in the the goal against Liverpool, he had to be the man. What I think was was it when they beat Atleti in the Champions League final. All he did was score the penalty that just put the icing on the cake, and you know, and it was shirt off. The, ne- the pictures in the papers are going to be about me. The guy is a credit hog. I can't stand him. Viva Lionel Messi! Frankly, I hope I hope Lionel Messi wins the World Cup <laughs> here, just for Ronaldo's face. I want a Ronaldo cam at that point.
0: You know that was one of the most blatant dives I've ever seen. And the fact that VAR let him get away with that. And then you, and then again, you, 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 you juxtapose that against the, the much worse, you know, bundling over of a fief for Qatar in this yeah. morning's game. And that le- nothing went by. Th- this is ridiculous. Yeah. It,
1: is- it, it, it's in that sort of gray area where VAR can't go there's overwhelming evidence to say no, because, you know, okay, defender makes contact, but really? Yeah. Yeah. It was was a terrible call.
0: Yeah. That was absolutely awful. That was an awful call. And they, they need to be ashamed of themselves for the, the the officiating needs to be ashamed of themselves for that one. But also, yeah, Ronaldo, I am just over his ass. I'm just, I'm just completely over him and I don't really want to dwell too much longer on this, but, yeah that that was you know what it, it, if he had won that penalty honestly there'd be nothing i could say about that and i would be happily congratulate him that was one of the most blatant dies i've ever seen
1: It, it was like it was i'm going to take this penalty i'm going to make the story all about me again
0: yeah so let, but <laughs> let's talk man united a little bit too because uh news broke in the last week, that uh, Manchester United now is going to be joining Fenway Sports. In, uh the Glazers will be are looking to sell Manchester United.
1: Yeah, and there are a lot of happy Man Utd fans of that, but obviously, beware of what you wish for, because who's who's buying.
0: Well I I still think it's interesting that Fenway's looking to sell now but I'm getting the feeling that there may just be there's never going to be a higher market value for Liverpool at I I this would moment.
1: Yeah I I would say it's quite likely and and then there's you know there's a bit of uh, behind the scenes uh the club sporting director Julian Ward is leaving along with a few other behind the scenes personnel so it, it is kind of a it has a even if Klopp is still there for continuity, it has kind of an end of an era feel on that. Um, and I think as well, FSG. I think when you know when they when they bought us as, F- as FSG, there there was a thing they wanted to say about um, you know uh, the fin- the finances, which was okay if financial fair play is enforced, we can compete. As we've seen repeatedly over the past decade no financial fair play is being loopholed, is being ignored they I, I they probably think they cannot compete and maybe Liverpool need great resources but I would say as owners I can't complain they've made mistakes but they've turned them around straight away um you know they turned this around from a club who were going backwards you know uh, to one who you know one of the elite clubs in the world with with one of the elite managers in the world but you know i as I i hope they sell to as ethical a buyer as we can find as you know no no one's clean at that level of the money you need but you know i i don't want it tainted because then i if you know if the owners are dubious ethically morally i'm out I'm just going down the county. That's me. I
0: I get it, but let's, let's talk to Manu sale to or potential Manu sale because um, I I've heard three, uh, uh, two actually two potential suitors that are very interesting. Um, the first one being David Beckham, who already owns a a a, uh, a, a football franchise, namely Inter Miami in in Major League Soccer.
1: I would I would be interested with Beckham, he- who was fronting up because obviously he's well off, but he's not that well off that he can afford to buy Man United, and fund it for however much it needs.
0: I mean, let's face it, neither were the Glazers, but you know, <laughs> yeah. But also, uh, this, this morning I heard uh, Apple, Apple, maybe in for Man U.
1: That would be fascinating because. You know, with, without the oil money clubs, you know the Russian and the Middle East oil money, it's one of the few corporations who could fund United you know, to, to the level they need to they need to fund to be up with City and Newcastle and you know PSG, Real, etc.
0: Uh, I guess guarantee- you know, I guarantee you, if Apple buy them, uh, TeamViewer will no longer be their shirt sponsor because that's that's a that's a competing product. <laughs> it,
1: yeah, it's a corporate it's a corporate assassination.
0: <laughs> but uh, yeah, th- this is going to be get interesting. Uh, so uh, I'll be looking forward in the in the weeks to come to see how how this situation shakes out.
1: Yeah, well, uh, I think we're going to be talking months, if not years, because these buyouts do take time, generally.
0: But then again, I mean, with Ronaldo now no longer being at Man United, it makes me wonder how uh, more or less enticing that will uh, oh. make this make the sale. Simple as that, you get the next superstar in. Yeah, well, exactly. At least that's the theory, anyway uh last little bit of news uh i have a transfer update for you uh you're transferring to a wrestling podcast no i am not transferring to a wrestling podcast. <laughs> Actually, I, I don't seem to have any wrestling podcasts anymore <laughs> all my all my wrestling podcasts are gone now uh no we have a, a <laughs> I <love my> <laughs> another japanese player is headed to celtic john Wow, that would be Yuki Kobayashi of Vissel Kobe, a former teammate of one Kyogo Furuhashi. That,
1: that it's an interesting. I I know absolutely nothing about Kobayashi. I have to say,
0: well, he he's a uh, central midfielder. Um, paid a little bit below the market value, but he he has signed a a five year deal with Celtic.
1: That's a that's a fair commitment. Uh it
0: it, it, it is. But also, I mean if Ange if, if can continue to do what he's been doing, uh then uh yeah th- th- this could be uh, this could be a good thing.
1: I well I say good luck to the guys. Especially if, if
0: especially if uh if Yuki Kobayashi is able to reestablish his rapport with Kyogo Furahashi. Absolutely.
1: Well it's a good luck to I mean, it, it's not as if Celtic need any extra help at the minute, <laughs> the way the Scottish League is going.
0: Oh, yeah. And uh, yeah, on that note, uh, uh, we'd like to thank uh, Giovanni Van Bronckhorst for participating in the <laughs> Scottish Premier League. He, of course, got sacked by Rangers after the absolute, uh, once again, the absolute worst Champions League campaign of all time. <laughs>
1: <laughs> not that we're going to bring that up much right
0: no no but I, 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 have you seen who may be in, in, in the running however
1: i, I see oh, my first door is just stevie cheese free again <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah but apparently he's not in the, he's not in the running
1: okay he's who, apparently
0: not in the running uh according to the scottish sun this morning uh michael beal the current manager of qpr who was an assistant under Stevie G at Rangers. Interesting.
1: I honestly, again, I know little about him, but but him being a QPR.
0: Yeah. So uh, we'll, uh, we'll see how this goes. I mean, maybe it's a good, maybe it's a good gamble for Rangers. I'm looking forward to the same uh, pundits who were taking a dump on Andrew Pascoglu at first begging for the same chances to be given to whoever the new rangers manager is <laughs> because we all know how the pundits work oh yeah we know which, how is, start- we, which is why we don't we we will not get hired by anybody because <laughs> we because we we we, we, we a, 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 in the words of one bobby villain we don't rate those antics <laughs>
1: oh i'm loving that what other note can we end on this first half you know
0: what i don't think we can i think that i think that that's pretty much it i got nothing else john how about you that'll do it i think yeah i think so so uh let's uh take this little break and come back with today's topic gambling with the future john and jeffrey take down the betting industry being so ingrained within football please stay tuned
1: with the second half of episode 74 of the Busting Balls podcast. Today, for your entertainment delectation, gambling with the future, John and Jeffrey take down the gambling industry and its pernicious hold on football.
0: So this all started after a news item broke about uh, England, who should've, maybe should have been at the World Cup, Ivan Tony of Brentford. Has been caught laying down two hundred and thirty-two bets over the last four years with various betting companies.
1: Wow, and that is, I think, by an order of magnitude greater than anything we've seen before.
0: Uh well, I don't know about that, and we'll 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 discuss that because the numbers. Yeah, oh, well, I have some numbers for some other people. Oh yeah. But uh, oh. anyway, the, the the point being is that he's been betting on football for the last four years. Yeah. Um, that does, unfortunately, breach FA rule E8, saying that people cannot gamble. Now, if he was betting... I think what makes this worse is that he was betting on his own matches.
1: Yeah, that is out of order. It doesn't matter if you're going... Every week I'm backing myself to score first, you know. You cannot bet on a match in which you have influence because the possibility of corruption is ridiculous.
0: Yes, and, and, and I agree. I, I, I agree with this. Um, but you know, the, the greater issue here is that and we've discussed this on on before with various, you know, uh minor incidents here. Mm-hmm. You know, very onesie twosie instances. This is the first time we've actually looked at gambling in general in, yeah. in, in, in in football. And so I just want to start off with um Daniel Sturridge got banned for six months for playing blazing two bets. And Ivan Tony has placed two hundred and thirty more than Daniel Sturridge.
1: Yeah, and also there was a 75K fine on
0: that as well. Indeed. Indeed. Um, I remember we talked a, a while ago, um, back in 2020, about um, the then-manager of uh, Hamilton Academical in, uh, in Scotland, Brian Rice, who actually ah. reported himself to the Scottish FA. Because he and he admitted uh you know, I the reality is I am an addict. So he reported himself to the to the Scottish FA over betting on football. Which is, you know, against Scottish FA rules as well. Yeah. Um and, and, and fair play to him for recognizing that. But uh even just on the picture that I'm looking at. It's a it, it, it's a pick clearly from a Celtic game. And on, on my, you know, recent Celtic jersey purchases, the sponsor is Dafabet. Oh yeah. And we know and, and they are fully aware that this is this does not fly in every country because um there were certain games in the Champions League where they were wearing their shirts and said Celtic FC Foundation instead of DafaBet.
1: Yeah, I believe there are certain countries you who have gambling bans because and or alcohol bans because Liverpool have been had to change their uh, logo before as well.
0: So, you know, th- this alone tells me that they recognize that something ain't right here. But the fact of the matter is is that I, I believe it's seven or eight current Premier League you know, English Premier League, Barclays Premier League teams have betting companies as their shirt sponsors, including, I might add, Brentford FC.
1: Yeah, it's again. You you can see why the industry is it. Um I mean, if if we're talking footballs who are betting addicts, I, I believe one infamous case was Michael Owen, um, who didn't bet on football as far as we know, but well, but lost a ton of money gambling on horses, and it was you know um, Keith Gillespie was another guy, a, a former United guy, who became a gambling addict after Alex Ferguson sent him to place his bets, so, mm. yeah, so it was quite a quiet gamble too. But it's, oh, yeah. go ahead. It's a only a short step there from going. I know stuff about football. Why don't I do that? Because I, I, you know, I can get a return on it here.
0: Yeah. Now, it, it, it's it, it's clear to me that the betting industry has its claws into football. Oh, totally. And, I mean, um, and, and, and they have his claw. They, they ain't the only one. Yeah, that yeah, ain't the um, only sport that they're that they're that they're into. Because I don't
1: know, I don't know what the US is like. You know, whether if it's, if DraftKings got because I know that you know there are certain US states you cannot gamble in. But with the British football coverage, which is obviously the vast majority, of what I see every ad break has one or two betting adverts. You know, uh, Paddy Power, uh, the Ladbro- remember, Ray- Ladbrokes. Ladbrokes. Uh, yeah. Ray Winston. Uh, who, I, I think you might, might do Paddy Power. Actually,
0: uh, I can't remember. I mean, da- Daphabet, We already know them. Yeah, uh, yeah. you know, 32, yeah. you 32 yeah. red. The yeah. the, the, the every- shirt sponsor for Rangers. I might add, <laughs> or at least they uh, used to be.
1: Every single break that we have, it's all, it's all gambling, and well, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, well, I mean, the, the that's no pity that- because. People have a natural opinion going, you know, I bet that that could happen. But the gamble, again, we're talking, again, I guess, com think- We get to late stage capitalism. The gambling industry, like any industry, is seeking constant growth, constant income increases. It It, it is very shady. Pra- you know, and and it's, it, British gambling players have been a very shady practices regarding. Um, I think the the little casino wheels they have in there in the front, you know, the computerized casino wheels (laughs) where people have lost thousands of pounds on. And again, it's the same thing with football. It's, it's a natural human impulse to gamble on a you know, sacred friend, you know, I bet this happens. That's fine. But you get to the gambling industry. It's, it's weaponized almost. It's a weaponized human instinct.
0: Yeah. I mean, the, uh, I mean, yeah, but yeah, it, it, it's the same thing here now. I mean, uh, you know, um, you know, Pete Rose banned f- for life from baseball for including the Hall of Fame for betting on baseball sponsored by DraftKings. You know, it's, yes. it, you know, now, mind you, there, there are plenty of other reasons why Pete Rose should not be in the Hall of Fame, you know.
1: Hound, <laughs> he he's cincinnati your pittsburgh type no yeah. no no
0: oh no, no well he was at the philadelphia phillies too my guy but you know the the the, the, the fact of the matter is no there, there are some other reasons i won't get into on this podcast but let me just say that yeah he, he is not he, 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 a lot of his conduct makes him on un, uh unworthy of the of a hall of fame Absolutely. Quite frankly, I don't, you know, no matter how many records he, you know, despite having the, the all time hits record, but you know, anyway, the point is, is that gambling is everywhere. Even if you don't notice it, it is everywhere. And th- so, yeah, th- there's a lot of hypocrisy going on with how football treats this. So John, let me ask you this. Let me, let me ask you this. If there uh, is a football match that you have absolutely no influence over, you're you're you play, and if you are a player and you play in the championship or the Premier League, and you want to place a bet on, say, Bayern Munich versus Borussia Mönchengladbach,
1: uh-huh.
0: do you see a problem with this?
1: See, theoretically. What's the problem? Unless you've got someone, you know someone who's playing for either side. Which is always possible. Yeah. If you've got inside, okay, it it could be inside. You work in the industry, you could have inside info. That's a key here, I think.
0: Right. And of course, we saw a footballer get get um, banned for doing for that sort of inside info. Even though he did not directly benefit from it, but Kieran Trippier, who was on the pitch for England earlier today, was yep. banned for 10 weeks after bets were placed among his mates after Javier yeah. said that he 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 was pretty sure he was heading to Atletico Madrid.
1: Yeah, again inside information that's a thing. But again, yeah, what's the difference cuz what was it? If I remember right, you uh when David Tennant left Dr. Who? Uh, You know, there there was no one knew. And the only reason Matt Smith's name ever came up before he was cast as Doctor Who was, I think, that his mum placed a fuck off huge great bet on him becoming the Doctor. Oh, no. Wow.
0: But I mean, like, I mean, but I mean, it's just like even stupid things. Wayne Shaw, does that name ring any bells to you, John? In, i
1: uh no i can, my brain is not working he, he was a think. very
0: he was a very large uh he was a very oh, large yes. goalkeeper who Goal played keeper, against yes. arsenal who played against Arsenal for Sutton United who is in not the a, in the FA Cup there was yes. an 8-1 bet that that he would be caught on camera eating a pie because he's always being show, he's always eating a pie in the dugout when he's subbed off or before he subbed off and he got and he got caught on that of course it turns out that this was deliberately engineered by the sun <sighs> but you know you know but still the fact is is that this you could fall into traps like this as a professional footballer easily and yeah, but it's hard. but again it, it, with the amount of money that betting companies have in football now and any other sport, the rules about gambling seem a little hypocritical to me, and, and and actually they I think they work counter to what they're trying to do. Yeah, I,
1: I mean, if if I remember right, it, it's not the you know the results market that uh that the gambling companies have been making money on. It's the stuff like, you know, the first corner or you know, have many yellow cards.
0: Right. Wasn't there Matt Leticia? He he was involved with something like that, you know, first throw in, you know, so he would immediately he would start the match and boot it out to touch. So there would be a throw in within like, you know, five seconds or something.
1: Absolutely. So this is what they were worried about. Because the get you know for all we you know it telephone money salaries at the top of football if you're you're a pro on you know say i, I think you know 20 20k a year 25k a year, you know at the, right at the bottom and someone comes on and goes look i've got however much on this i'll give you set, set you know i'll give you a couple of years wages just to just to take a yellow or to boot something out you would go you would probably be very very tempted you know if someone said financial security for the next few years for you and your family it's it's a you can say moral choice you have to make yeah it's what they you know it, it it's the lower levels that they found that there was corruption because they're so much more easily influenced
0: well right but how did it get to this point what why, why would football let the betting companies in as sponsors to begin with because it looks like that earlier this year they were looking at uh, they were looking at um you know banning football betting companies as shirt sponsors, but that mm. stalled out before the season because the government because the government, you know that the wonderful government that you have over there <laughs> which um, which one, <laughs> uh, d- <laughs> which one decided, yeah but- decided to delay the white paper on gambling, yeah,
1: I mean, to me, I'll go I mean when you've got a betting company as a shirt sponsor. You are immediately opening it up to going, Well, are they influencing anything about the outcome of matches? Because <laughs> they can, you know, at that point, they go, Okay, we're putting how many millions of pounds into the club this year. If you don't do this little bit here, you're out the club.
0: Right. It's yeah.
1: To to me, there's such an obvious conflict of interests there.
0: Indeed. Yeah, there there is, and there there's. But I mean, so how do you take money from something and then wave your fingers and say that you cannot do this? And how dare you do this?
1: It's all of a sudden you're getting this moral compass now. Where where were you in the past few years, huh? Right. (laughs) Right. Yeah, you know, again, it's a Ivan Tony has has been incredibly stupid to get caught because I can probably guarantee if if there's a you know the, the gambling you can gamble with your friends on the bus for that you know or on the plane to the match wherever. How are you so incredibly stupid as to think that you can place two hundred plus bets on your own matches and not get caught?
0: Yeah, I, I, I agree with that. And, and I think that that's why Tony's going to get thumped because that does, you know, that, that does bring up the possibility of match fixing, of course. Completely. And, and corruption. <laughs> and, and I get that. I get that. But also, at the same time, again, how, how do you, you know, Brentford's shirt sponsor is Hollywood Betts. He, he is literally wearing a, a betting company's... Now, I don't know if it's the same one that he bet through, but it's literally the same company... You know, he, he's literally parading in a betting company shirt while he's being told, you can't bet on football.
1: Yeah. And uh, I I kind of feel sorry for Tony for being that daft as, as to really say. But the, this is the issue, and the issue is the problem is systemic because... Of the amount gambling companies put in directly or indirectly football via sponsorships, via the adverts, you know, because again, it's it's just it's just you can see what you know in marketing they call the brand synergy on it. It's a natural relationship because sport people people normal people will gamble on sport. You know, I'm I'm sure you have you have you ever had a gamble on the sport at any time? Oh yeah! yeah remember, no. Hey,
0: remember when you talked me please, out of placing please, no, a I, bet? I was going to say,
1: yeah. I was going to say, don't don't take that
0: bet because it's a stupid bet. Yeah, and you, I was right. Yeah, you oh. yeah you were right. You, you, yeah, no, you were right. Uh, but yeah, I, I yeah you you talked me out of placing a bet. But yeah, of course I place bets. Yeah, now absolutely. not through not through a sports book. No. among friends and okay so there was uh there was a, a bar in indy that would do uh nfl parlays but i kind of stopped doing that after a month after <laughs> getting washed <laughs> but you know yeah you you learned quick you weren't addicted yeah it was like yeah i'm getting washed on this but I me mean, you know let, let's go through so eight eight premier league clubs have betting companies as shirt sponsors uh
1: everton i'm gonna go further and say that there will be more with official partners because man city i know technically have one which may obviously be a dubious shell company i believe well but... every
0: it, it seems that every single premier league club has some sort of has some sort of um betting partner yeah uh, right. um, as of right now on the sh- on the front of the shirts we have fulham
1: who uh, I, I, used I, W eighty eight? I'm going to bet that ev- at every Premier League ground, and I'm pretty sure every m- uh, the vast majority, at least, of the lower league grounds have on site betting facilities. Obviously, or they used to. I don't know if you know the gam online gambling has reduced that. Where you, um... you can just go.
0: I don't remember seeing one at either the Emirates or at Ellen Road, but you know oh, that was four years ago, and I will. I, and I will admit, I wasn't really looking. So yeah. every, I, I know. I, yeah,
1: the park. Um, <laughs> not, there was. It was one at Newport County, certainly. Uh, when it, yeah, there, there'll be a fair few because it was a money spinner. Yeah, and that was uh, wanted money.
0: Well back to the to the eight Premier League clubs that have that yeah. have uh, uh uh shirt sponsors with being betting companies. Everton stake.com, Fulham W88, Bournemouth Dafabet, also sponsors Celtic in Scotland. Uh Brentford as mentioned, Hollywood Bets, Leeds United SBO top. Uh Newcastle United Fun88. Southampton, Sportsbet.io, and West Ham United with Betway, and I believe Betfair sponsors the Scottish League Cup as well. Yeah, um, or at least they used to. It is, I say, it it's a
1: huge. It, it's probably, in terms of money, a much bigger industry than football itself, um, particularly just at the club level. Because, as they as say. Even if you're talking Man United, um, Man United's turnover is not that much greater than a large branch of um Tesco's a supermarket.
0: Yeah.
1: Over a year. They just have much, much more expensive employees, so to speak. <laughs> so, yeah, and, and the gambling industry, I, I, I mean, particularly – the the industry is unregulated is the industry out on the you know um china japan that that kind of way because I, that was a, a big concern of the way they were influencing um ma- influencing the results of ma- not the results of matches but again as you say with with Letitia kicking the ball out with, you know throwing the cards and that you know that that's a big thing um to, uh, but it is the, the big question: is football too far in in bed with the gambling industry here? That's a central question. and does it need more regulation nationally and internationally?:
0: Well, absolutely, I think it does. And I also think that uh, that the, the Premier League should lead the way and, and boot, boot them out of advertising and sponsoring.
1: Easier said than no done. When they bring, well, it of
0: course, it's easier said than done. But you got to say it first to make it hat just get the ball rolling. Yeah, uh, yeah.
1: There, i that I would I would say quite happy. That there should be room for gambling in sport, but again, safe gambling. I know they say gamble responsibly is a thing that's come out of here, but that looks token gestures. Because as long as the money keeps rolling in. No one really cares, obviously,
0: as we've as we determined in <laughs> no. so so many many things. But I mean, yeah, I mean it is getting as ubiquitous over here too, because you know watching NFL games. Oh yeah, there there there's there's Draft Kings, there's MGM casino, you know there's a, a Betfair casinos I've seen now locally, yeah. and and they're and they're even advertising during the World Cup now, although their images are from. For you know, theoretical Premier League games. Whoa! Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, yeah. It, it's 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 getting ubiquitous over here too, but of course, there's still always the moral hand wringing of well, players shouldn't be doing this. Players should be examples because we we have all seen how that works.
1: Yeah. Let's not just never put it that players need to be saints. Yeah, maybe that they need you to behave. Like you know, the, these guys are often they've they've either been you know hot to become the, you know the highest talent, or they've come from you know it, it's come from schools straight up. Maybe you know maybe not footballers don't tend to be from privileged you know economic backgrounds. They yeah you know, they they want security as much as the next guy.
0: Well, I think everybody does.
1: Of course, of course
0: well, gambling is not the way to achieve that.
1: No, it never, you know, it, it's a hard lesson people have to learn sometimes. It never has been and it never will be. Yeah. So Which is why I know I have kind of a, a bit of an addictive streak of my personality. So I, you know, I, I've been it years ago.
0: Yeah. I mean, I mean, were you a gambler? I have done. I have been in the past.
1: I think the the only time I made any good profit was the Liverpool's running away cup in two thousand two thousand one, because I just bet on nil nil away every time because I knew that's what Jared Julio was playing for. I think I won three or four that <laughs> those quite significantly and paid for a good evenings out. But you know that was before you had responsibilities. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, I have not. Got, you know, the only thing I've done is you know maybe the old sweepstakes and work. You're you putting a quid. You draw a eight. right?
0: Fine. But I mean, that's just it. Yeah, I mean, there's a difference between the office pool and you know, there's a difference between the office, you know, Super Bowl pool and, and living in the bookies, <laughs> right? There is, and I know that, and I we know that the the industry preys on people like this. We we know they do. They say they don't. They say they they promote. You know, you know, if you have a problem, go get help. But only because they have to say that.
1: Yeah, and that—that's pretty sweet. I—I I know in Britain there is—they go there's a duty to you know share, shareholders your main duty, and what what's the major your main duty is not the welfare of your customers. Therefore, it's just getting the money in and whatever.
0: Right. So yeah, I mean, obviously we don't have very many answers on this topic uh, th- because there aren't. It's just th- huge.
1: Economy.
0: there aren't I I just hope ivan tony comes out of this okay because it it, it will be a damn shame because he has been one of the players of this season and And i
1: mean his last act before go you know before all this happened (laughs) you know scoring that last second winner
0: against man city wow indeed what i mean what a way to go out but you know hopefully this this isn't his last hurrah Absolutely. And, uh, well, well, I guess we'll see what remains. Uh, but, yeah. Um,
1: Joey Barton I mean, has survived the gambling,
0: so... <laughs> yeah, what, I'm, ha- I'm,
1: what what hasn't
0: Joey Barton done and gotten charged with, you know? <laughs> Absolutely nothing. Good Lord. he <laughs> everything. Joey Barton's going to be... It, it, well, it, if we ever end this show... This will be, yeah, Joey Button will go down as one of our continuing running jokes <laughs> <laughs> for, for years now. Anyway, my point, anyway, yeah, point is, gambling and football stinks, and something needs to be done about it. I know it's easier said than done, but again, you have to say it, you have to say it out loud first before anybody starts at any actions with it. And hopefully, you know, this will gain momentum as time goes on, as with so many things, progress sometimes too slow to to happen but you know if you you just got to keep uh yeah
1: it needs to be worked out but it needs will on you know on the sides of the, the law you know the government's law and the football authorities and i'm really not sure that's there at the minute
0: yeah well as always with that, well, on that pleasant note, you have been listening to episode seventy-four of the Busting Balls podcast. Uh, he's John. I'm Jeffrey. You can hit us up on Twitter at Busting Balls Pod, at least while Twitter is still a thing. Um uh, you can email us bustingballspod at gmail.com. You have been listening to us through our native soundcloud feed, soundcloud.com slash busting dash balls or the PWOM podcast network, soundcloud.com slash pro wrestling only, and you can find us on Spotify search busting balls podcast. Uh John, any last words?
1: We can still win the World Cup. Can you though? Yeah. Oh y you mathematical chances of it. <laughs> We're
0: still in, baby. We're still yeah, right. in. You're still in until, what is it, Tuesday, I think? Yeah. Is it Tuesday? Yeah, Tuesday. All right, well, <laughs> uh, hopefully we'll have this show up by then. Ha <laughs> ha. But uh, anyway, uh, next one, episode 75. That I feel That's a milestone episode. I feel like we should do something for that one.
1: Oh, we'll have to come up with something <laughs> for
0: that. Yeah, that's a, that's a milestone episode, isn't it? let's do a live episode no (laughs) we could we could (laughs) we'll table that one for now in any event uh it's good night from me
1: and it's good night from him
0: we'll uh we'll see you in a couple of weeks with a big 75th episode